Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome to Teen Girl Talk. Teen Girl Talk. I'm Susie Coda. I'm Franklin Coda. And this week we are the Sweet Rosaline. I, I when you started that, I was like, "Oh fuck, does Susie watch the wrong thing?" Oh but my no. god, how funny would that be? <laughs> no, we are Rosaline, and I'm so pumped on this movie. I would insist on going forward with the episode and just recording it, <laughs> <laughs> both of us talking about our individual movie. I mean, we could have done that with when we both watched different seasons of Scream, but we decided to go back on that one. I feel like that would be super chaotic, though, just because the different movies of Scream are not that different, except for that third one. That was so weird. Speaking of which, I am very much looking forward to the new Scream. You know what I'm looking forward to? Reading this review from Charlie01937. Uh, we got a five-star review that just says, love it. It is the best one I need to relax and want to listen about other people's feelings on my favorite shows. You're very welcome. I mean, there you go. Uh, I didn't even know Frank was going to transition into that, but what a beautiful transition it was. I, like, I remember the last time I read a review and I was not ready. And this time I want to be ready. <laughs> Hurrah. Thank you for that lovely review. Um, we always like hearing that we are the decompressor not the stressor of people (laughs) (laughs) i i think that that is our aim to keep it light and keep it breezy uh which some of our content makes it hard to do (laughs) like some of the content we watch i mean uh speaking of scream three but (laughs) um and we're gonna get back into doing this uh is kind of tangentially related we're going to get back into doing uh like mini episodes and so like if you write a review and there's like a mini episode thing you'd like to see mention that too please because i we've been coming up with different ideas um but we always we like we like feedback like frank did a whole research on um what was that trend about the like basically envisioning that you're in the harry potter world what was that called yeah so which is like cool because i hadn't heard about that previously so and i would love to do more stuff like that so there's something you want us to like research just let us know and i will look into it yes um frank and i are big fans of uh 
different YouTube channels that are like, hey, I found this super niche thing on the internet. I'm going to tell you all about it. And I'm like, yes, say more. <laughs> tell me but about Frank- this YouTube drama of people I don't watch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like my coworker brought up van lifers the other day and I was like, oh, I watched a video about that. <laughs> I'm listening to an episode of a cult podcast where they talk about, well, like, is this a cult? And they're talking about momfluencers. And I'm just like, this is buck wild and I love it. So I also watched a different YouTube video uh, also by Bose versus the world. Um, she's the one who did the van lifer video, but about um the all the mormon mom drama that was also very interesting uh but okay so frank can i ask you why you chose this film um because i don't like the story of romeo and juliet but i love caitlin dever okay cool i I hadn't even heard about this how did you hear about it i sometimes if i'm like don't want to you know commit to a whole show i'll just start watching trailers for stuff and I was just like, ooh, Caitlin Dever movie. Tell me more. Yeah. And like it looked so buck wild and fun with her dragging Julia Juliet's body like through the garden. Oh my god. Just <laughs> com- like complaining. Like Caitlin Dever is really funny. Um, like she does perfectly just like slightly miffed and annoyed. Um yeah. I ha- I haven't gotten around to having the emotional bandwidth to watch Dope Sick. Um, which is she's about... also in that one uh the movie about the woman who was assaulted and i i heard i had heard the story on a podcast and then she plays them the real life well the character i never know how to talk about dramatization of real life how do you do that um subject what do you mean subject? <laughs> well, no, 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 no. I mean like the, the subject of the dramatization. Okay, so this woman had been assaulted. She reported it. All of these people thought that she wasn't like behaving as if a person who that had happened to. Unbelievable. That's what it's called. And it turns out that it was this man that had like a lot of women had gone through the the same thing at the hands of this man and so then they you know if the cops had believed her if the people in her life had believed her you know when it first happened maybe these other women would not have been victims so like this is a real life story but the dramatization was the show i don't (laughs) so there are these like layers of unreality right yeah um because that's like heavy so i want to say character but she's portraying a real life person that's why that's why i said subject because like you know it's like the subject of a documentary kind of thing oh the subject i thought you were asking me to explain the subject of it oh no Uh, i was like I could go into it okay yes the subject of the documentary you are entirely right this is a cul-de-sac we did not need to go down but I've wanted to watch that it just seemed like when I listened to the podcast I think it was through this American life but I got very emotional as I always do when I listen to this American life I had a job at the time 
where my coworker was like, you have to stop listening to it on lunch because you come <laughs> back from lunch emotional. And I was like, well, I'm not a monster. <laughs> <laughs> I remember- I, I, Ira Glass does that to me, okay? <laughs> I haven't re- listened to a lot of this American Life, but my favorite, I did, I heard, I heard about this one episode about a girl who like, she's very, like in her normal life, she's very shy and like, you know, reserved. Uh-huh. And she and she can't do a cartwheel, but then she okay. puts on her mascot costume, and she yes! like suddenly becomes this like you know like very like outgoing and like she can do a cartwheel, and they're like you can't do it about the costume. She's like I have no idea why this is. I can't do it if I'm not in my tiger costume. <laughs> I mean, yes. See, so this is the kind of thing I love about this American life, where they're like, we've taken this one person's story and expanded it into an episode and I just oh man but okay sorry I got us completely off track because I couldn't think of a word for something which sounds very on brand yes um and also uh with my birthday month I think I did this last year or maybe the year before I don't know but um for my birthday listeners if you have a special talent, no matter what it is, whether it be painting or music or anything, write us at Real Teen Girl Talk because I want to see your at gmail.com because I want to see your like your talents. This oh, is a ch- yeah, that was a neat idea. I forgot about that. This is a chance to express yourself. Yeah, we got some really, really cool entries last year. I mean, entries, it's not a contest. We have no good prizes, but yes, <laughs> responses. Why can't I think of words today? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I get like that sometimes. Like I forget. Like well, it was like one day I just like completely forgot how to spell the word wing. I just like I, I mean, know what. <laughs> when you think about it for longer than ten seconds, it makes no sense. Yeah. <laughs> run, Bart. Run like the wind. Run like the wine. It's wind, mom. I've only read it in books. <laughs> okay. So can Frank? Can you take us through the beats of our sweet Rosaline? Yeah. Oh, and. We have a bunch of Teen Girl Talk alumni in this. We do? <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. Um, I've, yes, Juliet is played. Oh, sorry, my canvas started opening. It's like, I don't <laughs> n- need to know about gender technology right now. Um, sorry, pulling up the IMDb. Romeo just... was in the map of Tiny Perfect Things. Oh, my God. I did not recognize him at all in this. He Not, does have longer hair in this. Well, it's just also because the guy from Map of Tiny Perfect Things was like competent, and mm-hmm. Romeo is such a himbo in this. Ah, oh, such a wonderful himbo. <laughs> like he's so dumb in this movie. It's so good. <laughs> like that hideous necklace he makes her, <laughs> and she's like, "I'll never take it off." And I was like, "You should probably take it off. It's really ugly." <laughs> Yeah. Um, and just to couch this historically, um, if you've only watched normal adaptations of Romeo and Juliet, um, this is Ro- Romeo did not want to date Rosaline because she remains chaste. I think she was becoming a nun. Oh, um, okay. I thought that, but in this one, she doesn't seem to be becoming a nun. She just seems to want to have a career, which everyone finds reprehensible. Yes. Um, well, I mean, like, you have to expand it past just, like, you know, they won't smooch or whatever. Because um, they definitely do smooch. Yes. 
Um, Ew, don't say it that way. Yes. <laughs> Frank. <ugh. laughs> um, okay, we have also Isabella Merced, who played Dora in the Dora <gasps> and the Lost City she of Gold. Oh my god, that movie is so good. That Jill- movie does not get enough roses. And also Isabella in Transformers The Last Night. <laughs> but we didn't watch that. No, but I'm just saying. <laughs> And Kaylin Devers was in Booksmart, which we covered. I feel like she must have been in other stuff. Uh, Nico Haragua is a, is the love interest in Moxie and Tanner in Booksmart. Yes. Oh uh, my gosh, and he was he, great, Steve the Courier. <laughs> he like he was one of my favorite characters from Booksmart because he was just so nice to um, the two main characters who I can't remember the names of right now. Um, yes and he like his mannerisms are just so funny like whenever she would be like steven he's like what (laughs) and then we have also a bunch of happy madison people in this movie yes that Um, was strange shooter mcgavin's in it why i don't know but we just get being like what is what is um adam sandler gonna show up yeah wait did we watch the in-between yes okay so he was also in that not uh, kyle allen i mean the map of tiny perfect things guy was also in i forgot oh god was the in-between the one where the ghost fucked up her SATs. Yes. Oh my god. I was so mad about it. Yes, the Joey King ghost was just like, hope you guys have some safety schools. Click. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this podcast has been around for far too long. <laughs> too much of this stuff. And we haven't seen him in anything, but the love interest is named um, Dario and he's played by Sean Teal. Who, when I saw him appear, I texted my sister, holy God, this guy is so unbelievably hot. Yes. He, like, I feel like his IMDb picture does not do him justice, because he's, like, crazy hot in the movie. Yeah, no. He like, should just make his IMDb movie picture a gif. Because, like, okay, I only say this because <laughs> I feel like there are some people where they're... A- like attractiveness or like the reason I'm attracted to them cannot be articulated without movement because um, I'm speaking specifically about Bobby Flay and glasses right now because I was looking at pictures of Bobby Flay and glasses. You know, I don't ask why it's not important. Um, and I was like, during the show, I'm so much more into this, but like the still photos, I'm like, I could take or leave. And I think there just might be people that like their mannerisms their pure charisma, their pure animal charisma is not um, like not displayed in still photos. Frank, thoughts? No, I fully agree with you. It's just like, like there's, I know there's a lot of. Really, I know for you, it's a Selgetti. So, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Frank's like, I just wish she was roasting me for being an idiot. <laughs> I mean, yeah, well, that's the thing, like, you know, like, you see pictures of Amelia Clark, and you, like, don't, like, you just see this, like, beautiful, smiling woman, and then, like, you watch her on Game of Thrones, you're like, oh, <laughs> like, she is just so powerful. Is she in this? Because she's 
listed in like the Google cast, and I don't remember seeing her at all. No, I don't remember seeing Amelia Clark or anything. I would have hyper focused if I had seen Amelia Clark in this. Okay, I I don't know what's going on with Google because they just have her like if you Google the movie, she comes up as Juliet, and I was like, I actually know who this actress is because I know her from that movie um, with her and oh gosh, the guy. It's called Terminator Genesis, Susie. What? It's called Terminator Genesis. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about Last Christmas. Oh yes. <laughs> Where is she like? <laughs> Oh, um, uh, Henry Goulding. Yes. I think it's Goulding, not Goulding. I don't Goulding. know. I've only seen it written in books. Um, oh my gosh. Is that going to be your new thing? <laughs> maybe. But yeah, no, well, he's looks also. like I know what a JPEG is. I just want a picture <laughs> of a gosh darn hot dog. <laughs> um, Please end the episode with that. Hank <laughs> Hill saying JPEG. No, with that song. <laughs> I don't know what song you're talking about. You have to send it to me. Um, but okay. also, this is also apparently based off of a book, which when we were watching the credit, I watched this with my housemates and we were watching the credits. I was like, oh, I didn't know this was like like off of a book. And my one housemate, Chris, was like, are you, are you kidding me, Frank? I was like, what? <laughs> like, Romeo and Juliet? I'm like, no, it's another book called When You Were Mine. Oh but, my gosh. But did not think I knew, didn't know who Juliet was. Chris just laughed at me. <laughs> I was like, we did the Leander Caprio version for Teen Girl Talk, not the gross 1970s one where both the actors were underage and uncomfortable. Ooh. Oh no. Yeah. We're totally not going to use your nude scenes. Put them in, even though Olivia Hussey's only 15. Oh. Just like just show the like just so the modern one. Like the modern one's fine. There's no nudity in it. It's actually the most um it's the most accurate. Yeah. The most faithful to the source text. Plus it has John Gonzamo looking like a smoke show. For real. Anyway, so we've gone like 20 minutes without like talking about the movie and just talking about people who are smoke shows. <laughs> sounds like us yeah <laughs> so the movie opens with rosaline and romeo canoodling and um saying all kinds of shakespearean stuff to each other and uh rosaline's dad is played by bradley whitford who i know from um cabin in the woods which i just rewatched recently and he knocks on her door and is like you're talking to yourself and she's like i'm on the commode leave me alone (laughs) and um then romeo bids her adieu and they meet up again so we see a little bit of her life the nurse is played by Minnie driver she's very funny um she keeps saying i'm a registered nurse and this is what i'm doing aka taking care of juliet is not really her life's calling and juliet doesn't necessarily need a nurse so the nurse's role is more of like a lady in waiting and uh paris is I really like the um, character of Paris as well. Paris is Rosaline's confidant and um, 
when they are strolling through the center of Verona, like in the, uh, I guess, I want to say shops, and that's not it, through the marketplace, uh, Romeo and Tybalt have a little dust up, and that's when Rosaline tells Paris, like, oh, that's the guy I've been into. When Romeo shows up that night, he says, I love you to Rosaline. And Rosaline's like, ooh, thanks. <laughs> and later can't figure out why she doesn't say it back. And to us, the viewer, it's clear. She doesn't love this ding dong. She's just infatuated <laughs> with him. But she thinks that she just, like, I guess, panicked or froze or something. So... So you use the term ding dong, which whenever you say ding dong, I always think about um, your cat, Oscar. Yes, my cat, Oscar, is a beautiful zitz. He's staring directly into my eyes right now. Um, Yes, they refer to him as King Ding Dong. And I'm like, Romeo is basically Oscar the cat. He is. He's pretty. He makes a lot of trouble and he drives everyone nuts. Um, But also uh, before this... um, I know I know Brother Woodford from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and he was also in Billy Madison. That is our other Happy Madison, yeah. um, like, you know, alum, alumni. Um, he is constantly trying to marry off uh, Rosaline, and, like, Rosaline pretends that she's talking to an invisible person. Oh, man. When, like, <laughs> she's this, scolding them. This very old, like, suitor is brought before her. Um... And it's just it's just wonderful. Yes. So they have plans to meet up um, at the oh, and um, Rosaline is a Capulet. Uh, yes. I guess I guess should be like well known, like uh, not well known, um, just intuitive that like Romeo is not trying to date somebody in his family, but you know, olden times. Yeah, um, I feel like it it needs like bears repeating, if you will. Yes. Um. So. He, like she's like meet me at the masquerade ball and, and we can dance and no one will know it's us yes because we're all wearing tiny little white masks yeah and uh, apparently <laughs> this is like where in the world is Carmen San Diego where when someone wears a mask that partially obscures their face they are now anonymous or like Perry the Platypus where just like the doofenshmirtz is just like Who's like, oh, it's just a random platypus. Then he puts a hat on. He's like, Perry the platypus. Okay. I am assuming this is a contemporary reference. I don't know what it is. Thus, I will not acknowledge it. <laughs> it it's from this, um, the Weekenders, I believe. Don't know what that oh, is no. either. F- uh, Phineas and Ferb. Phineas and Ferb. Oh, it's a, okay. It's a children's cartoon that a lot of people on Tumblr like. So. Sorry, I was taking a sip of water. Okay. That does sound familiar. Yes, um, but out of all of the men in this movie, who would you uh, pursue? Dario. <laughs> okay. There's no. I other... don't know. He's kind of like a snobby pants, but she is very rude to him. So who knows what he would be like if she had not been very rude to him? He's given off major Mr. Darcy vibes, and I am turbo into Mr. Darcy. It's true. When I was in the hospital last May, I watched the like 2005 Pride and Prejudice. And he's just riding along, like, you know, just looking as hot as he can be. Like, I forget who played Miss Darcy in that one. But, like, it was it was turbo hot watching him ride that horse. <laughs> so, let's see. Um, so, yeah, so there's just a lot of, like, 
are they the whatever it doesn't matter um so yeah (laughs) so in the in the interim we are introduced to juliet Mm -hmm. um by you know lady lord and lady capulet um matthew mcfaden played uh mr darcy okay Um, yeah and like it also rains on him and he looks really hot then too Uh, (laughs) i was like i'm so happy i get to to drink water again and watch this movie um Um, one of my favorite parts in this movie is when um her and dario are fighting and like arguing and he's on his boat and she's like can you put a shirt on and he's like why am i distracting you and she's like i'm trying to get things done (laughs) clearly he is distracting her um so yeah um well okay yeah she meets juliet before she meets dario Mm -hmm. um and you know rosaline's like oh hey so good to meet you um Because, like, right now, Rosaline is completely on the... Um, I think we need to agree about how we're going to say her name. Is it Rosaline or Rosaline? I think you had it right the first time, so let's say Rosaline. Okay. So Rosaline um, is, like, completely on the, like, I gotta make sure I get to this dance. No matter what happens, gotta get to this dance. And then... Um, but for whatever reason, we'll not just tell this dude that dario i'm referring to that she has a boyfriend and he says later he's like you could have just told me you have a boyfriend but i think like if you know they're worried about the secret getting out and romeo being being like murdered um so they don't uh bring it up because like you know in the traditional yeah, but she doesn't have to say i have a boyfriend his name is romeo his family and my family are mortal enemies well, also, I mean... He pisses a, everyone mm, off and will probably be killed on sight. I mean, well, the thing... I, the thing is also, like, this is the olden times when ladies were property, and it's like, your property should not date other people. <laughs> your property... <laughs> well, I didn't make the rules. I just know the history. <laughs> I know. I just imagined, like, my car asking someone out. And I'm like, stop it! Don't do that! <laughs> Beep, no, I get upset when you're not here because you're on a date with someone else. The fuck? Beep, beep, beep. Which turns I have to, to go to work. <laughs> when... Really? A Volkswagen? The people's wagon? I don't know why. I just assumed my car was dating another human. So when you said a car, I'm like, oh yeah, I guess my car would want to date another car. I guess, but then are my car and I dating? This has all become very convoluted. No, you're you're the car's mom. What? (laughs) (sighs) I don't know. I'm I'm so confused now. To follow the logic that we have brought forth with this dumb boy is like, um, Rosaline is the daughter of daughter slash property of her father yes and therefore your car is your property slash child ah uh, gotcha so i'm bradley whitford yes okay <laughs> i wish it was a merman was he a merman in something no it's a thing from cabin in the woods oh okay i was also thinking about how they're remaking splash with um channing tatum as the merman that makes so much sense to me that checks out 
Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yes. Um, okay. So, you know, he's like, you have to go meet somebody. And then she's like, he's like, here, meet Dario. Dario is a uh, soldier. Dario um, comes in and smolders the hell out of her. Yeah, she's like yawn. <laughs> <laughs> um, your hair's not long enough, and you're not dumb. <laughs> she's like, you're not, you're not a complete burden to me. <laughs> oh my god, I just realized Rosaline is a um, recovering morosexual. Explain more. So morosexuals are people who are attracted to dumbasses and idiots. <laughs> I think I may have had that problem. <laughs> Let me see if I can pull up the um, where it's just like somebody put it just like what kind of animal is the pink panther me already taking off my clothes Benjamin you're such an idiot (laughs) I mean sometimes sometimes you want a himbo yes they're fun I mean they're not stressful unless you actually need them to do something confidently. <laughs> okay, I'm pr- the original Tumblr post that started this whole thing. I'm proud to identify as morosexual. I'm attracted to dumbasses and dumbasses exclusively. A guy asked me what the Spanish word for tortilla was once, and I, now I dream of kissing him under the moonlight. <laughs> yeah, what's up? I mean, because it's also sort of fascinating that those type of people just walk like walk through the world <laughs> amongst us just asking those kind of questions yeah um so daria's like let me take you out of my boat and um rosaline is scared of fish okay that i thought was a very funny touch yeah he's like are you scared of the water she's like no i'm scared of the things in the water and i'm like i'm right there with you i'm not scared of fish but i am scared of cthulhu Frank, is Cthulhu considered a fish? Um, no, kind of. <laughs> I mean, like, Dagon is a fish god. Cthulhu is, like, unspeakable horror. I'm just scared of giant things in the water. Like, you know, anything that's, like, too big, I'm scared of. Okay, so, like, a Nessie. Yeah. Like, I, I would never, like, you could not pay me enough money to go into Loch Ness. Okay. Or like a giant octopus. Oh, definitely I'm scared of giant octopi. What about a killer croc? Like the the guy, the Batman character. <laughs> the guy. <laughs> yeah, the Suicide Squad guy. Yes. You wouldn't. You don't want to kiss the killer croc, like just a little bit. <laughs> just like a little kiss. No. A little so, kiss on his croc mouth. 
So there's an episode of Batman the Animated Series where Are you gonna tell me something? Has Killer Croc been canceled? Is this why we're talking about this like this? You know what? I don't No, Killer Croc has been canceled. What did he do? Okay, here's Okay, let me guess what he did. He went to a bake sale and he ate the hot PTO mom. Does he eat people? No, I don't think so. Well Do crocodiles eat people or just alligators? I think they. I think just alligators. No, I think both crocs and alligators do. If they, if they, if they give the. I chance, feel like we're know. too uninformed to have this conversation. Sorry, <laughs> I got us off on a tangent. Um, killer. So in the Batman animated series, there's this character named Baby Doll. Okay. Who, who kind of like that movie Orphan, just looks perpetually like she's like ten or whatever. Okay. And. In her first episode, it's actually really interesting. She decides to take revenge. She was on like one of those sitcoms where she played like the bratty little sister character. Oh, I kind of remember this. Yeah, like it has a like really downer ending <laughs> where like she's shooting at like all these funhouse mirrors, and one of them shows her as a fully grown woman. She's like, mm-hmm. "That's me," but she's like, "It's not because she has like the normal baby doll voice, and then like a deeper, more womanly voice." Mm-hmm. Her and Killer Croc dated for a while. <laughs> So what? I don't think so. Like Frank, she's not actually a child though. She's a woman, right? Yeah. Well, then he's he also a woman che- with womanly desires and wants to give Killer Croc a little kiss on his mouth. And then they cheat. Then he cheated on her. <gasps> what is going on with the men in the Marvel and the DC cinematic universe? First, we got oh, I can't remember his name. The idiot with the visor. <laughs> Oh, Cyclops. <laughs> yeah, first we got Cyclops cheating in the Mind Palace. Then we got Killer Croc. Who did he cheat with? Just two random two random women. Just two randos? Yes. Oh my god. He, he came He's back like to like Ron from Jersey Shore. He came back to their sewer apartment with two two random women. And he also So wait, this woman is willing to live in the sewer with him and he stepped out on her. Yes. She's willing to live among the waste of Gotham City, but that wasn't enough. No. She should take him on Maury. I think she does end up tr- nearly killing him. Well, I mean, this is the other part, right? When two villains date, someone is probably going to get murdered. I mean, that, that's the, like, there's, there's a whole episode of, um, about, called Mad Love, uh-huh. about, um, the Joker and Harley Quinn and about, like, their very abusive relationship. I feel like, I already know that just because like problematic dudes are like uh goals. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Joker How come people don't say that about baby doll and killer croc? <laughs> because that's also not goals. Not goals for the lady. <laughs> yeah, not goals for the lady, but like here's the other part. Neither is Harley Quinn. So like <laughs> I, if we're gonna start uh you know splitting straw or what is it, splitting hairs. <laughs> I was always on the, like, Batman animated series put out strong Harley Quinn Batman vibes, and I was always turbo into that. Oh, you mean that they were going to get together? Well, there's an, there's an episode where, like, um, Harley is freed from Arkham, and then there's this, like, this whole big confusion thing, and hijinks ensue, where she's accused of stealing a dress when she didn't actually steal the dress. Okay. And like the like she acts she takes somebody hostage because she's not you know not quite ready to leave. She accidentally takes someone hostage. Yeah, I hate when I do that, it, it's just like a continued escalation. Okay, and like um, 
you know, Batman's desperately trying to Does she have a tiny gun? No, I think she has her two two hyenas with her, though. That's how she takes someone... Okay, I feel like that's on the... Not to blame the victim, but who's getting taken hostage by hyenas? Um, Hyenas are scary. Um, So she... Oh, Frank got taken hostage by hyenas. That's why he's like, well, um, the thing you have to understand about hyenas is I've been taken <laughs> hostage by them. Um, and like, so Batman's doing his best to protect her and try and clear up the whole mess. And he brings her back to Arkham and he he's like, I know what it's like to try and rebuild a life. I've had a bad day too in the past. And then, so is he like Don Draper? Because Don Draper goes to Peggy Olsen's hospital room and says, this never happened. You won't believe how much this didn't happen. So no, like, they're kind of the same person. No, like this this Batman actively cares about his villains. Like, okay, Don Draper doesn't care about anyone. He's, he's like, he gives the ventriloquist a job in his mail room. Um, so the ventriloquist like, can give... Uh, Bruce Enterprises? Yeah, Wayne Enterprises? Ne- yeah. And he sets him up. So for he's the- like, hey, I'm Batman. Don't tell anyone. I'll give you a job at my alter ego's business. No, he, he doesn't tell them he's Batman, but like, you know, there's an, um, <clears throat> the, the Ventroca starts getting to know the lady across the hall. And he's. The Wait, Ventro- I need to go back to this, Frank. So it's totally unrelated to batman's role in this bruce wayne's like hey i am like weirdly understanding about the fact that you're a crime doer i'd like to give you a job i'd mm-hmm. like to gamefully employ you yeah he he hired like, that makes no sense <laughs> no because he he has bruce like, wayne what? is a playboy historically wayne, wayne enterprises has a like an entire program that gives ex-convicts jobs Okay, so this is not like a shitty Bruce Wayne. No, he's a really good guy. Like, like I was saying, like there's a um, there's like this whole thing where like this he's Ventura is talking to the lady across the hall, uh-huh. and he's like, I just want to live my life peacefully. And you see Batman on his like fire escape, being like, hell yeah, smiling to himself, and he like swings away. And there's this whole episode where Batman is dealing with these three twerps. Who are just like bored rich guys that are stealing and hurting people, mm-hmm. and like he gets to know them in his like. Did he pull anyone? Bomb bomb. Basically, um, he's getting to know them like as their normal alter egos, uh-huh. and like they're shooting skeet. And Batman takes his rifle and is like, "Thanks, Kevin." And one of the guys is like, "Thanks, Kevin. Getting a little chummy with the help, aren't you, Bruce? What do you say? Thank you to your garbage man." Bruce is like, if I happen to run into him, yeah. Yeah. And then he karate chopped him in the neck and killed him. Well, no, well, Batman does say about these three that, like, he's like, the Joker has madness on his side. These guys are worse. Yeah, they just have privilege. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah. How no, come Bruce Wayne doesn't karate chop dudes in the neck more? Because that would probably kill them. <laughs> <sighs> I know, but vigilante justice, etc., etc. Yes, we barely talked about Rosalind. <laughs> I mean, whose fault is that? You tell me a totally nutty thing like Bruce Wayne <laughs> is like a super chill bra, and then you're like, oh, but moving on. Sorry. How dare I, you? <laughs> I can spend the rest of this episode talking about Batman the Animated Series. There's a lot of ground to cover there. <laughs> Here is the thing. I did like Rosaline. 
not a lot happens in this movie a lot yeah. i i feel like it is a character study i think that all of the actors do an awesome job like letting you know who their character is up front right so like when rosaline is interacting with juliet and juliet is just being like sort of innocently hopeful about her relationship with romeo and Rosaline is like mouthing mother- motherfucker like <laughs> off to the side. These are great comedic beats, and it the whole movie went down really easily. But as far as like action or or plot beats and points, it, there's just like you know, it's, it, it, I would it, say it's pretty by the numbers. I I wasn't like shocked by any of the outcome, and this in Romeo and Juliet, I would say Shakespeare's what Shakespeare wise is kind of the most well-tread text so yeah like it does like it's like we had a concept and we did the best we could with the concept and i don't mean that like it's flawed and they're like oh yeah. well you know you can see tell they tried no they did a really <laughs> a for effort yeah like this isn't a lifetime movie where we're just like yeah well they did what they could <laughs> <laughs> everybody tried their hardest like this is a really like Susie said it's a really well made movie it's not going to set the world on fire but it's like it's you know there's brilliant and then there's just competent and everybody in this movie is highly competent they're like they're at their the top of their game you know it's like watching well-versed ballet you know you're just like I also felt like everyone was just having fun yeah um so like Rosaline gets back from the boat. Um, she sees she comes running in, she sees Romeo now confessing to Juliet. Um, and she's like, son of a bitch. And she plans to try and break them up. Um, by giving well, initially she gets back from the boat and can't find where he is because the party is being swept up after, and then she sees him the next day, kind of like running. <laughs> I mean, the security on her compound or whatever is not very good because he's just sort of running around the gardens. Yeah, Romeo has a much easier time of it than um, Dario and Rosaline will have it later. Yes. And so, you know, when she follows him, she sees that he is wooing Juliet. Yes. Um so and then she's just like so annoyed <laughs> um, she's fuming yes um so she comes up with a plan to get juliet to court paris um as a way to have like so because paris is complaining that like he's very clearly gay and his father wants him to marry a woman and he's like i'm not into that and she's like you just need somebody to cover your tracks that'll be juliet but like, she doesn't even really involve Juliet. She just has Paris go to Juliet's father. Juliet's father's like, yeah, this seems amenable. This is fine. And then things start to unravel because of Rosaline's uh, sort of tampering. Yeah. Um, so, like, they there's letters that get um, intercepted by people. At a certain point, Dario and Juliet infiltrate the Montague uh, estate and are chased by many guards. Dario and Rosaline, not Juliet. Oh, excuse me. Because um, Juliet has run off to marry Romeo. And 
Rosaline believes that she can talk Romeo out of it. And Dario's kind of like, uh, it seems like a pretty bad idea. <laughs> yeah. Because Juliet has figured out that Rosaline and Romeo were uh, involved because of the aforementioned uh, ugly necklace. Yes. Um, and, you know, then the inevitable happens and uh, Romeo sl- uh, slew Tybalt. Yes. Um, do, I do on all your houses. I do miss Captain Prince being yes! like <laughs> Romeo is banished. Yeah, it's kind of a throwaway line where they're like, "And you're banished." <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> banished. Be merciful. Say death. There is no life outside Verona walls. Uh, should we watch Romeo plus Juliet again for this? <laughs> uh, Susie, we're already re watching the better version of it called Twilight. <sighs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, nah, that is a joke. It's totally a joke. Um, <laughs> no, it's not. Frank means it. Frank, no! If anyone has listened to this podcast, they know that I will cave for Twilight forever, and <laughs> you are just not interested. Of all of the nerd shit, I definitely am more of a uh, Twilighter than you are. A Twihard? I wasn't sure if that was offensive or not. <laughs> so, I'm, but yeah, I thought it. Um, <laughs> I, I guess, like, it, I can address myself that way, right? <laughs> Yeah, because you're diehard for Twilight. Yes! Oh my gosh, yes. Okay. Um, so it's just to... so funny to see how much both of them have matured acting-wise, and how they're both like, yeah, yeah, we know that Twilight like made us, but also, could you guys just stop? And we're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to, I kind of want to find the DVDs and watch them just so I can see the Robert Pattinson, like... Oh my gosh, <laughs> Frank, like, look at my little collar. <laughs> Like this movie's so dumb. Um, oh, so speaking, sorry, quick interjection. Um, just throwing this out there. October twenty twenty five. Get there. The Batman Part Two. What are you talking about? The, they've announced the sequel too. Oh, Batman. okay. I was like, wait, what? Um, also, <laughs> they announced the sequel to Mithrigan, which I'm. Yes. I, I was hoping for something like Mithrigan Best Friends Forever, but it's just yes. gonna be Mithrigan Two Point Oh, okay, cool. Um, I think you're right, and it is going to be the company that the plans were stolen and given to. Yeah. Um, so, what do we call it? Um, oh, and my other favorite thing, just quickly, last thing about Twilight is my favorite thing is that Anna Kendrick keeps forgetting that she was in those movies. <laughs> She's like, I watched Twilight, and I'm like, this is a pretty good movie, and then I was like, I'm just there. I'm like, all right. <laughs> Because she's really only in it collectively for, I would say, like, 20 minutes over three movies. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. Okay. Or I guess it's like five movies. I don't, I haven't watched the two-part or final movies, so that'll be kind of new to me. The, two, the, the, two, the, the, the last movie has a fight that I've described to one of my friends like three times, and he's he has the, the patience of a saint because he always listens to me rant about how good this fight is. Because <laughs> like, like, I like Dakota Fanning. Don't get me wrong. I also yeah. think it's hysterical that they fed one of the like greatest actresses is working today to a wolf in it. Oh my gosh. 
Okay, so speaking of great actresses, boom, brought it back, Caitlin Dever. Um, <laughs> and Isabel Marquette. Like, she, like, Juliet is this dreamy, romantic, um, and, like, Isabel Marquette just leans right into it, and it's amazing. Yeah. Um, so, like, you know, the things start heading towards the inevitable finale, where Juliet is, like, like, Rosaline and Dario go to meet Juliet, and she's like, I will pretend to be dead. Then Romeo will come into the crypt and whisk me away. And Rosaline says what we all thought. That is the dumbest fucking plan I've ever heard. And Juliet's like, nah, it's good. Passes out. Already drank the potion. Yeah. (laughs) And so, like, they start dragging her along. And, like, like, Rosaline plans to throw her over the banister to Dario waiting down below. And like, not a great plan almost as bad as juliet's original plan and like she hears guards coming and she's like dario quick hide she looks down he's immediately gone um, <laughs> she's like damn it and like um they like, arrest uh rosaline thinking that she has murdered juliet yeah um then her father helps her escape because she's just like look dad let me do my thing you know, well, like, she says, I know I'm not the daughter that you had wanted. And he's like, That's not true at all. I don't know what to think because you're kind of banana pants, but like, and then he helps her out. Yeah. Um, she heads to the crypt, uh, like, and um, like she has a cross, she confronts her fear of fish after crossing a like, like ankle high water. Okay, the guy's reactions to her in that billowy underdress thing, hysterical. Yeah. <laughs> Acting like she is straight up nude. Um, she gets to the crypt um, and uh, Romeo appears and like Dara's like, yeah, I went to talk to him. Like, I figured... Like... He said, I ran as fast as I could, like you said. <laughs> And like Romeo's like, yeah, um, Dario said you know what to do because you're a genius. And Rosaline's immediately like, yes. <laughs> yeah, she's like, okay, both of you pretend pretend to still be dead. Um, or like she's like, pretend to be dead on top of her. And she starts giving the speech, which is like that your stupid warring families calls this, like, you know, it's gonna have all been solved. You guys would like, you know, stop being. And at a certain point, Juliet wakes up while the two families are reconciling, and Rosaline's like, Sit back down, lay back down, lay back down. There's a lot of, things you really put, There's a lot of uh, big comedic pantomiming. Yeah. Um, and so uh, eventually, though, I, do, I, I watched this last week, so I can't fully remember. Do the families fully reconcile, or do they... Just like it turns out both of them are alive and it like kind of ruins everything. I can't remember. Um I think they still send them off on a boat. Because <laughs> yeah, the I... original plan was to send them off on a boat. Um and this is when Romeo and Juliet figure out they have literally nothing in common. Yes. I'm just like, man, Juliet's gonna dim- dump him as soon as she gets to land. <laughs> He lives in Verona, but does not like pizza. And his favorite food is veal, but he doesn't know that it's baby cow. Yes. Juliet's uh, like, oh no. Meanwhile, Rosaline is just like, yo, whatever. I got Dario some mooch town. Yeah. She's like, hey, what's up? I'm in my big billowy underpants. 
And then he's like, do you think anybody will ever remember this, that they retell this? And she's like, oh, who gives a shit? And he's like, my thoughts exactly. High five. Movie over. Yeah, I, like I said, there wasn't a whole lot to this movie. Um, but it, well, I, I'm still very happy we watched it. Yeah, it was like an enjoyable romp. It, you know what? It, it was like um, it was like a plate of mozzarella sticks. Just like not a whole lot wrong with it. Just went down real smooth. Exactly. Uh, weird analogy, but I agree. I, so what are we watching next week? Okay, because um, Ant-Man, Quant- Ant-Man and Wasp Quantumanium has not came out. Why is my internet my phone not working? Um, we're going to <laughs> watch some anime nonsense. Uh-huh. Okay, well, it's it's not a show, so. Um, what does that but, mean? Well, no, because c- I feel like you do better with movies than shows. I do. Because like every time we watch a show, it's like, well, we got to get through the not so great early episodes to really. Then I just spend the whole episode as a uh, podcast episode asking clarifying questions about plot points. Um. So we're going to be watching the Netflix movie Bubble. Um, the description says in an abandoned Tokyo overrun by bubbles and gravitational abnormalities one gifted young man has a faithful meaning of a mysterious girl okay I am cautiously optimistic about this premise watch the trailer Mm -hmm. like it is like the trailer alone made me really want to watch this movie it is so bright and colorful and like just fantastic animation okay I do like paprika so yeah. I do like that anime. Yeah, um, and it's it's kind of like you know, like um, Frank's like, um, that's not real anime, but okay, that's totally real anime. <laughs> I had to rush you. I, I, I rushed Who made that? But it was somebody famous. Yeah, Satoshi Kon. Um, oh, Satoshi Kon made Perfect Blue. That movie is a head trip. Uh, these. Names definitely mean something to me. Um, well, okay, the fun, so the fun, the fun thing with Perfect Blue is that, like it's about this actress who, like, she's what she was in a um, like a J-pop like you know pop group, and she's uh-huh. like, I want to get into more serious stuff, yeah. and like she starts seeing visions of herself from the pop group and just having hallucinations, and she can't tell if somebody's gaslighting her uh-huh. or if like you know her she's just going insane. And there's this scene where she's curled up in the bath so that, like, basically the only thing sticking out is, like, her back. Okay. And, like, she's all curled up, and then she just screams underwater. And Uh if you've ever seen the movie, um, there's Jennifer Connelly in it. It's about heroin addiction. Oh, um, uh, Requiem for a Dream. Yes. Um, The guy who, Dario Aronofsky. um, Aronofsky. Aronofsky. Um, bought the rights to Perfect Blue so that he could include that scene, like J- Jennifer Coolidge, Jennifer Connelly, not Jennifer Coolidge. <laughs> this story is all over the place. Jennifer, Jennifer Connelly and Jennifer Coolidge are two very different yes, actresses. But like he, 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 two very different niches. He did. He bought the rights to Perfect Blue so he could rip off that scene, basically, because Jennifer Connelly does that in Requiem for a Dream. Oh, that's like that is a very cool story. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> How much funnier would Requiem for a Dream be if it was Jennifer Coolidge, though? I mean, Jennifer Coolidge is a very good actress, but like not. She not totally co- is, but she would like definitely ruin like the gravity of the film because she's hysterical. So like, 
You don't really need the dare program just so people recommend for a dream. That's oh, good. for that'll, sure. That'll turn anybody off of anything. <laughs> uh, absolutely. And that uh, that is our PSA for the the um what the, you episode. Call it? the episode. So if you would like to write us, you can write us at realteengirltalk at gmail.com. We have a Facebook group and page that Frank moderates. Uh, Frank has a YouTube. All of the links will be in the bio. And until next week, I am Susie Coda. I'm Frank Coda. Team, Team Coda. Coda. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.